If you've been wondering to yourself, self, I wonder if those my pillow pillows are really as as great as everybody says. Then stop what you're doing right now and listen. Yes, yes, they are really that great. And what's even better about my pillow is that they're not just about pillows. They are about so much more than pillows, you guys. It's like they perfected pillows as much as they could, and then thought, what else can we make completely awesome? And then they couldn't pick just one thing, so they decided to perfect towels and sheets and mattress pads and robes and blankets and even slippers too. We've been raving about their towels and sheets for weeks now, but after getting a pair of their moccasins this week. There basically aren't enough hours in the day to talk about how much I love all of their stuff. These moccasins are to die for. Warm, snuggly. It's like slipping your feet into a perfect hug. And the sheets, oh my God, their Giza Dream sheets are amazing too. Super soft and silky without feeling slimy and slickery. <laughs> Plus so many color choices on the sheets and towels too. Everything from MyPillow has a great warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee too. Visit MyPillow.com to learn more. Right now for Chicks on the Right listeners, all six-piece towel sets and Giza sheets sets are BOGO. Buy one, get one. And one, it's like buy one, get one in podcast speak, (laughs) y'all. Just use promo code CHECKS. That is C-H-I-C-K-S at checkout at MyPillow.com. Or you can use code CHICKS at 1-800-875-0513. That's MyPillow.com or 800-875-0513 for buy one, get one free on all six-piece towel sets and Giza Dream sheets. Try them. You're going to love them as much as we do. The Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. Can I get a little bit of that common sense? <laughs> hey, y'all. Producer Valen here. Mocking is out this week on spring break, but if you're still craving some of the chicks, here's a mashup of some of their most iconic moments from 2021 thus far. The chicks send their love, but in the meantime, we hope you enjoy. I look back on this and I'm thinking, okay, so I wasn't taught everything by my parents. I wasn't. They didn't teach me everything. Sometimes they just let me free range, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like what he did, sort of like what Bean Dad did. Is that necessarily the right way to parent? I don't know. I don't really parent that way. I parent a little bit differently than my parents did. I kind of take a hybrid approach <laughs> sometimes, you know, because I don't cook. <laughs> so <laughs> so I don't, so I'm not good at teaching my daughter how to cook, you know? Right. I'm like, so sometimes I, I think to myself, God, I'm really bad at this. Like she's going to grow up one day and, and I'm not going to, I'm not one of those moms who is like, oh, I taught her my my world famous bread recipe and I and we're passing it down from mother to daughter and daughter to daughter and it's you know like some of those moms who are really good at cooking they do that with their daughters I don't do that you know because I'm I suck at cooking (laughs) my mom my mom never taught me how to cook and it's not my mom's fault she just didn't and then I just never enjoyed it even if she taught me I would have been like this sucks because I don't (laughs) like it last night I told her about this story and I'm like can you use this can opener it was a manual can opener. Yeah. Because we have both. We have the electric and we have a manual. And I'm like, can you use this? She didn't know how to use it. I guarantee you my 15-year-old wouldn't know how to do it. She he would have no idea. No no idea how to use it. And I and she was like, she kind of fiddled with it for a couple, you know, like a minute. And she was like, oh, my God. She, she looked at me like, I have no clue. And she's a smart kid. She's a 10-year-old. You know, pretty. you'd think that she would be able to figure it out. And she looked at me and she goes, Mommy, I don't, I don't know if I can figure this out and I was like okay let me show you and I showed her like the beginning I'm like this is where it goes this is where the little silver thing goes and I showed her and then she was like oh okay so I showed her once so I mean I think there were a lot of people that were writing him and saying to him maybe you could have done it that way you could have just right. show you should have showed her maybe one time 
And maybe that's another option rather than having her figure it out on her own. This is uniquely American for us to have these rights. When we start saying, mm, now you don't get to have free speech anymore, it's kind of like you don't get to walk around the streets without a mask on. You don't get to have your business anymore. It's like all the stuff that we watched with COVID over the past year. It's like putting that toothpaste back in the tube. How are we gonna get that back? Well, that is the concern, but I can tell you, and you've probably seen this too, the instant argument that you will get to the whole free speech complaint is that all those social media companies are private companies, they can do what they want. And that argument, while a legal one, like you can make that legal argument, it doesn't make it not dangerous. And so, you know, you can, what would happen? Like, just imagine what would happen if like Facebook and Twitter and all these other companies, Google, whoever else, if they actually held a news conference, right? And they said at the news conference, from this moment forward, we are going to ban every piece of content that is favorable to Republicans. And then we're gonna promote every piece of content that is favorable to Democrats. I feel like if they put it in those plain terms, people would be like, wow, that's really bold. And that seems like a problematic thing to do. Conservatives on campus will, will, will write us, call us, whatever. And they'll say that they're afraid to say that they're conservative. Why do you think that is? I mean, it's look because, around right now. Right. But this was before all this happened. I know. And it's 10 times worse now. Yeah, and before you, they were like, well, I, I'm afraid of what my employer will do. Well, now they have real tangible reason to be. Could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine being like a kid, a conservative kid on a college campus right now? I cannot. Right. And, and the fact that so many of the, you know, the 99% of the people who attended the Capitol rally before it turned into a riot, 99% of those attendees were there to just demonstrate peacefully, right. like we always are. And right. yet now those 99% are being lumped in with a, you know, a couple hundred or a few hundred people who really misbehaved and disgusting ways. And so those people, the 99%, your friend included, right. now has to worry, is my attendance at that rally, I didn't have anything to do with the riots, I didn't even go near the Capitol, but I attended the rally, so is my attendance gonna cost me my job? Right, gonna get me- That's freaking insane. I put this on my Facebook wall yesterday, I was like, these kids are telling us what to wear, meanwhile, they're wearing all of our freaking rock t-shirts. <laughs> like. You know what? It's kind of like the wedding singer. Remember that scene of the wedding singer when he was talking to what's what's her name, the girl that he dated, and he's like, "Take take my Van Halen T-shirt off before you jinx the band and they break up." You remember? And it totally reminds me of that. I want to tell this whole generation: take our freaking like rock T-shirts off. You've never listened to a damn word or a song of any of these uh, any of these bands. You don't know who the Rolling Stones are. <laughs> you don't know who Nirvana is. Take the take the t-shirts like for it's vintage. Oh so my god, it drives cool. me insane. Like these kids are all wearing Nirvana shirts and like the Ramon shirts and all these all these shirts of all these bands that we the generation X listen to and I'm like, bitch, please <laughs> take the shirts off. Like you don't get to do that. You know, if you're gonna tell me not to wear skinny jeans, I got some rules for you, kitties. Hey, it's Mock and Daisy here. Actually, Daisy and Mock. And um <laughs> You guys, we have been facing a really big crisis at the border. A lot you can't of say crisis. Oh, it's I can't a say crisis? Oh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's, it's problematic. A it's not a, a crisis. 
It's actually a policy change is what I thought it was. It's a policy change. And we've seen a lot of policy changes over the past couple months, right, with this administration. Um, something that's, it is a problematic policy change. Yeah. And it's a mm -hmm. policy change that affects all of us. And whether you are in a border state or in a border town or not, you're about to be bombarded with people who are in this country illegally that are here to take your jobs, take your tax dollars and, um, it, it cause a huge over like overburden on our resources in this country. And oh, that, that sounds bad, Mock. That sounds bad. really bad. Does it sound like a crisis? Because it it's kind like, of a crisis. It does sound like a crisis <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is why uh, when you're thinking about joining an organization that can offer you amazing discounts and help uh, with some financial planning, help with Medicare and Medicare plan, Medicaid planning, help with retirement issues and all the things that go along with being a mature citizen, then don't join the traditional organization that you've heard all about that sends you all the fancy flyers. Think mm -hmm. about joining AMAC instead. Yeah, they're the best, you guys. We are members of AMAC. Um, the membership the membership benefits are amazing. Like Mock said, the discounts are fantastic, but also they are aligned with our values and they can, they are they do all the wonderful things when it comes to aligning with what we believe in. Um, join today at amac.us slash chicks. That's amac.us slash chicks. You are going to love them like we do. For real. And it's so, you know, the benefits are great. We talk about the benefits all the time, mm -hmm. but it's the cause that is even greater. And so yes. your membership dollars go to a great cause. You know that they're fighting for the very things that you believe in. That's why you need to join AMAC at amac.us slash Do it today, y'all being told by a couple generations down that somehow I am no longer allowed to right. choose a side part is crazy. Right. But it's not as crazy as being told you can't use the cry laugh emoji. You know, we use it me. constantly. It's the one who is laughing with tears. Is that okay? So that's that, like, we use it all the time. Okay, so that's because I think I probably just use it haphazardly. Because sometimes I don't even know what emojis I'm using. Is that the one that like when I'm like, oh my god, like my daughter is actually turning eleven tomorrow? Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's that crying. That's just okay. plain crying. That's just plain crying. Okay. The one that's crying laughing is literally the constant state that I am in. I am in a constant state of cry laughing all you the time. Call, well, you call it crapping. I call it crapping. And I, you're not going to tell me I can't use that emoji yeah. when that emoji singularly defines the you. emotion. It so how am I you. supposed to, what, what is my alternative? There's no alternative yeah. to that. I mean, you basically, you're the one who basically invented crapping. <laughs> I mean, they don't know what, you that know emoji literally, is. if you look it up in the dictionary, my face is next to it. <laughs> right. It's you can't take that away from me. The host of the show, Chris Harrison, talked to on Extra, like he did a segment on Extra, that show Extra, with the first black bachelorette contestant, girl by the name of Rachel Lindsay. So they were talking about all of this hullabaloo, mm -hmm. and Chris kind of defended Rachel by saying something along the lines of, she was a young girl, was this really racist behavior for 2018 or is it really behavior that's considered racist now in 2021 because everybody is like so hyper woke? Or is it really racist at all? Yeah, great question. Now, and he didn't even ask that. 
I think, it really I think it's a fair thing to ask. So we're going to get canceled because I just asked Totally. That. Like, I already worried that get... I was going to get canceled off of my radio show because I had this conversation earlier today right, about right. it. And right. I don't, like, legit, we, we should be worried that what we're saying right now, having the audacity suggest, to suggest that wearing a puffy dress to a Southern-themed party isn't racist, could end up with us canceled. Right. Reminds me of when Lady Annabellum changed their name to Lady A because they were like, oh, my God, how could we be so horribly racist and name ourselves something, uh, you know, name ourselves after a style of home. (laughs) And now all of a sudden that word, that very word is no longer allowed. It's so stupid. So what happened is he was Chris Harrison was having this conversation. He kind of came to her defense in a very roundabout way and said, can we just cut her a break? She probably had no idea that people that people thought of a themed party like this in any kind of way. I'm sure she didn't mean anything by it. Can we just give her a little grace? That was his point. And so then the world exploded. And now people who who were on the show in, in past seasons are saying he should never be allowed to return to the show. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So what yeah. did he do? He apologized. <laughs> and what did, did Rachel do? She apologized. And now they're both saying that they're listening and they're learning and they're they're horrified by their own racist ignorance. And now they yeah. need to do better. It's all such bullshit. Never give in to the mob. Never give in to them. Why did the Democrats want open borders, even though it damages national security and the people who are crossing the southern border are brutalized by the drug cartels? I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest edition of The Sarah Carter Show, we discuss this and how Dr. Fauci continues to move the COVID goalposts with North Carolina Congressman and Dr. Greg Murphy. We'll also highlight the huge threat to your personal liberty through vaccine passports and how our children are now in the COVID police crosshairs. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Woca-Cola is the new name for Coca-Cola, which apparently had... Now, there there are conflicting reports about whether or not this training that Coca-Cola did with their employees was required or not. Some people at Coke are saying, no, 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 it wasn't required. Other employees were like, "Uh, yeah, it was, and I have the email that proves it. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's your co- you work at this company and the company's like, "Hey, we have this training at all at our company <laughs> and the training saying be less white. Be less white. If you could just go ahead and try to be less white." Yeah. That would be great. Imagine if the training said be less black or what? less Asian or less whatever. Right. Hey, mock, be less Polish. <laughs> Could you do that? It's literally not possible. Right. It's not possible for me to be less white. I can't change the color of my skin unless I get a tan. It's- and listen, I'm down for a tan. But I'm not doing that because I'm trying to be less of the race that I am. There will be no other voice. There will be no counter voice to this. We've seen this happen in school systems where, you know, they have one voice. They don't have a counter. And so, you know, she'll be the only voice. And then there are going to be a lot of black people going, wait a second. I don't agree with that. 
so yeah. do I get a say? It's like, no, sorry, this is what we're teaching in the schools now. You don't get a say, right. even she though you're black. She has a PhD, black. so right. her degree outweighs your actual blackness. Yeah, her crazy <laughs> outweighs your blackness. I mean, I guess the one... I, I guess if there's a good takeaway, it's that the you know after all the hullabaloo with Coca-Cola, LinkedIn, which is where which was the platform on which that presentation was screenshot. So someone on the inside of Coke took screenshots of the presentation, the the workshop, and sent it to a to a journalist, and that's how it exploded um, all over social media. But I guess the one good thing is that now LinkedIn has taken it down, which is really surprising because especially now when it seems like the things that get taken down are the exact opposite of the current trend, which is this wokeness, right? The fact that now a woke thing is being <laughs> removed for actually going too far yeah. is kind of refreshing. When you become a bridesmaid or a maid of honor for a wedding, I mean, let's just get real. You're kind of like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear the ugliest dress. It's not even that, but you have like, you have responsibilities, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just get real. Right. So there's a part of me that I'm like, when I first read this, I was like, this, this is so dumb, you know, because like, who doesn't have friends? Like, I can't believe this is pathetic because why wouldn't you, this is for friends, right? These are pe people who have friends. But at the same time, there's like a little part of me that's like, this chick saw a need and <laughs> filled a need. Yeah. Right? Because there are a lot of women out there who either don't want to put this on their friends or they don't have friends because they're, I don't know, they're, maybe they're women who are so focused on their career or they just are losers who have no friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, or they're in this generation now who, I don't know, maybe that's just a, it's a testament to this generation. She says that you can hire a bridesmaid or a team of them and they can be there on that day, which is, I'm assuming what that charge is, but then they can also be there before and then after or whatever. I mean, there are charges that are obviously, I would assume that are involved before, you know, the wedding because like leading up to the wedding, because, you know, bridesmaids historically are friends. Right. right. And when you become a bridesmaid for or, a wedding. Or even family. or Right. And when you become a bridesmaid or a maid of honor for a wedding, I mean, let's just get real. You're kind of like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear the ugliest dress. It's not even that, but you have like, you have responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just get real. Right. So there's a part of me that I'm like, when I first read this, I was like, this, this is so dumb, you know, because like who doesn't have friends? Like, I can't believe this is pathetic because why wouldn't you? This is for friends. So TikTok is one of those platforms that I'm like, I don't even understand how you make money out there. And then she was like, let me sh let me tell you. And it's like the creator same, fund. Right. Yeah. Like there's some sort of creator fund that you have to get. And I'm like, I, that just seems like like you it would say like a, a lot of work <laughs> that it's that. It just it seems is. like it, it is. is. And then it becomes this whole culture of like me, like me, like me. You know, I got to tell you, like, listen, I know we were in radio and we're in this business and everything, but I never really got into this business 
for people to go, oh my God, I love you. I got into this business because I was pissed off about a lot of stuff that was going on politically. And I wanted to make sure that my kids had a decent country to live in. Mm-hmm. And so I guess there, that's the difference. Therein lies the difference right. between me and a lot of these other people. And I think that you're that way too. And so it's tough sometimes because I look around and I'm like, okay, this is why I have a full-time job, I think. is because I'm not overly concerned with, you know, I mean, look at me. It's like, I don't, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's like, I don't look like a cat. (laughs) I should set up an OnlyFans account for just pictures of my feet. Because there are so many weirdos out there that have weird fetishes that there could actually be a market for it. And it turns out there are some women who have OnlyFans accounts that are just for their feet. Oh, my God. So then you and I were joking. We should totally do this. Well, this is the reason that I said we should do it is because I it's not that I have great feet or anything. But you have great other things, maybe. Well, I say great. It's, like you have great shoulders. Let's not get crazy. I'm not let's, getting crazy. Uh, no, I've I mean, seen your like, shoulders. I was going to say because like great other things. Like there may be men listening to this going, "What other things you got that are great?" Because <laughs> you know, like uh, if there are men that are anything, like even a smidge like Rob, you know, they're thinking, "What other things?" <laughs> right. But here's the thing about this: is that I think to myself, "What a bunch of." What a bunch of pervy pervs, pervy pervs, you know, like I would use it to I would want to get on there just to make fun of these guys because that's just my personality. We hope you enjoyed taking a look back at what 2021 has had to offer so far. And like always, we want to thank our amazing fans that leave the greatest reviews every week. We love hearing from y'all, so make sure to keep in touch and let us know what you want to hear the chicks talk about next. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at Chicks on Right, at Facebook.com forward slash Chicks on the Right, or ChicksOnTheRight.com. And don't forget to tune back in next week to hear Mark and Daisy talk about all the things. Bye, guys. Joe Biden's infrastructure bill is a nightmare, and the Democrats keep lying about voter integrity legislation. I'm Greg Columbus. Please join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll bring you the good, bad, and crazy news for conservatives, and we'll have a good time doing it. Subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.